here. Got a little frozen, but I think we're good. Yep, we're good. <laughs> so we're doing the underdog best ball draft, best ball mania, $25 entry, $10 million in prizes, $2 million goes to first place of the tournament. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then $1 million goes to whoever wins the regular season in terms of most points. So um, I'm going to be entering that best ball mania draft right now. Uh, if you guys have any questions, feel free to throw it into the chat. I'll throw it up on the screen here. We can talk about it. Um, but I do definitely want to share my screen this time. Last last week, I went through the entire draft without even uh, sharing my sharing my um, sharing my uh, my my board. I was literally talking through it. I'm glad I was able to talk through it because uh, that would have been terrible. But let, let me go ahead and share it right now uh, so that uh, so that we're good to go. Um, hope everyone's doing well. I, I see a comment over there from Joey Schultz. Joey, I got you in a second, brother. Um, let me just go ahead and share my screen real quick. Let's see, share screen. Let's share underdog right here. And we're going to join this contest live. Um, so, and we're going to go ahead and let's do it this way here. There we go. There we go. All right. So let's go ahead and do it. Um, Joey's asking pick four this year. Who do I go with? I mean, listen, um, there's a bunch of guys on the board, but you know, I'm, the guys that I'm hoping to get at, at around four are guys like Austin Eckler in PPR leagues, you know, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, you know, guys like that. Christian McCaffrey, right? If he's not, like most people aren't taking Christian McCaffrey at one or maybe two or, or three. So if he drops in, in a lot of leagues, he will. I'm picking him up there too um, over those other guys. Um, you know, if you want to go safer, go Jefferson, go Chase, go Eckler, right? Um, those, are, those are all safe guys to me. Um, Jonathan Taylor most likely being the one on one, right? But it depends on who's on the board, and, and, and we'll see it right here. We'll go through those guys as we, as we're drafting. So <laughs> I am sharing my screen here; you guys can see it. So let's go ahead and join this guy. Best Ball Mania three, uh, thirty seconds per pick. Let's get it. Twenty five dollar entry. Let's go. Let's get right into it. All right. Let's see what pick I am here. Uh, we're all filled. We're going to wait for a few people, we're waiting for five people to join, three people to join, two people to join. And let's see how it goes. Now, uh, Joey, let me know if you can hear me okay. I want to make sure the audio is good. I got a new mic here, so I want to make sure that we're all set. Um, but let's go. I think we got, we have, we're waiting for one person to start. Um, you know, Cooper Cup, obviously somebody that you can go with too. Uh, me personally, I think I'm going to go Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase over Cooper Cup um, this year. Uh, you, you can't go wrong with Cooper Cup, obviously. Um, but but those are guys I'm, I might go over. Derrick Henry, I'm not really aiming for him personally. Um, and I'm actually coming out with the running back video uh, coming out in a couple couple days on YouTube, going over my top 10 running backs, and I explain why uh, I'm not going with Derrick Henry in that video. And I can explain it here too, um, you know, once these picks are made. But the draft is going to start in about 50 seconds. Uh, we got all 12 people here. I have the 10th pick. So I'm near the turn. Uh, I've been doing a lot of drafts, you know, right at the end of the first round, right at the turn, uh, specifically in best ball. So we'll see if these teams end up uh, somewhat similar. Um, I'm hoping not. I like to kind of diversify a little bit. So 110, not bad. I'll take it. I like to be in the middle somewhere around here in the first round. Um, what ends up happening for me is that whenever I'm at the turn, I end up reaching on guys. And I, I personally like, especially in the best ball format, I personally like to, um, you know, not reach. And, you know, because a lot of times the guys that I want actually do end up coming back to me. 
Um, and that's the advantage of being, you know, in the middle of the um, middle of the round. Um, Joey has a follow up. Uh, if I'm worried about uh, Christian McCaffrey with injury issues and weak offense, and you know, I've been talking about this a lot this off season. Um, you know, and, and I talk about it in in the video that's going to come out in a couple of days uh, with my top ten running backs. Christian McCaffrey is my number one. Am I worried about his injury issues? Uh, I'm I'm not right. I'm not ready to declare CMC's issues as you know career threatening. Right? Uh, he rolled his ankle last year. They kept him out. Um, you know, and he didn't have any like severe injuries. Right? He had a hamstring issue. Right? That kept him out a while. Um, so these aren't issues that are career threatening, right? It's not like he, he tore an ACL, right? It's not like he, uh, had, he ruptured his Achilles, right? Um, there's other guys like, listen, I was in on Joe Mixon last year, but everyone was like, no, you can't go Joe Mixon. He can't stay healthy. Right. Um, and Christian McCaffrey, you know, couldn't get it done for two years, but the two years before that, listen, 16 games and 16 games. I think he has it in him. Um, I'm not writing him off. He's not near any threshold, th touch threshold where you're like, oh, you know, you have to, uh, you know, you have to avoid him, right? He's not near an age. He's 26 years old. He's not near that 28-year-old cutoff that we talk about, right? So he's somebody who has averaged 30 points per game. Before, before this past season, he was averaging 30 points per game in PPR leagues uh, over two seasons. And that was like, that's like eight PPR points over what Jonathan Taylor was doing as the RB1 last year. You know what I'm saying? So like that's 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 really the reason. If I can get somebody who can average me 30 fantasy points per game, I'm gonna do it. All right, I'm on the clock here at the 110. Um, I do like to grab a couple of running backs early. I do like Stefan Diggs a lot here. Um, you know, he's one of my favorite wide receivers to take near the turn. Um, and I'm okay with a lot of these running backs. Um, but I do think that you know Joe Mixon has you know a, a lot of upside. Uh, especially in a half PPR format. Uh, so I think I'm going to go Joe Mixon here. I think he's a solid pick. Two seconds left. Jeez, Louise. Two seconds left. I'm going Joe Mixon. Now, what I like to do is I like to grab a couple of, like, you know, solid running backs early. Um, and then when I do that, I don't have to worry as much about those running backs later on. Um, I like to stock up on wide receivers in this format um, and just take those wide, take those wide receivers as they come and shoot for upside. Um and what would be amazing here is if Stefan Diggs falls to me and I'm one pick away at the two, three, at the 15th pick. And if Stefan Diggs falls to me right now, he did not fall to me. <laughs> he did not fall to me. It's all good. Um, I like DeAndre Swift, but this is a half PPR format. Um, I do like Swift a lot, um, but in a half PPR format, uh, I might go elsewhere. Um, I do like taking Mark Andrews early just to kind of shore up my tight end position. And listen, Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Let's take Mark Andrews here. Um, you know, this probably means that I might not go Bateman, even though I like Bateman and at, at his value. Um, but, you know, I'm going to go Mark Andrews. I haven't taken Mark Andrews in that many best balls, um, I guess, because he hasn't really come to me. Um, DeAndre Swift is somebody that I really like a lot, but in full PPR formats, this is a half PPR format. Um, you know, guys on the board who were on the board was... Uh, Aaron Jones for me was on the board. DeAndre Swift, Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, Javante Williams. And in that situation, I think Mark Andrews provides uh, a pretty good differentiator between him and, you know, the rest of the tight ends, right? So it's him and Kelsey up near the top. Two, three, you know, is that early for Mark Andrews? Yes, maybe. But in this format, I personally like to either, either I grab a tight end, uh, you know, relatively early. 
um, or I grab like two middling tight ends rather than two low end tight ends. Because if you grab those two low end tight ends, you're really fighting for two guys who might give you like eight to 12, 13 points, right? Uh, which is not really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody, I'm looking for, you know, if I don't get, get a Mark Andrews here, one of these high-end tight ends, then I'm looking at two middle tight ends. So that means I'm kind of burning those two middle picks where I could be spending one of those picks on a wide receiver. You know what I mean? So um, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather do it this way in this draft. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how the team ends up working out. So uh, I have a workhorse running back. I have a tight end, uh, a high-end tight end. So I'm, I'm happy so far. And listen, with, with, with Hollywood Brown out of the picture uh, in Baltimore, you know, Mark Andrews target share is just kind of like, it's just guaranteed at this point. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm, I'm good with that so far. So let's see. So after, after Mark Andrews, went Aaron Jones, followed by Debo Samuel, followed by Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Swift, Mike Evans. Um, and believe it or not, I'm actually taking Mike Evans over Tyreek Hill in drafts. Uh, it might sound a little crazy. to a lot of people, but I'm doing it. Um, I think, uh, Mike Evans is going to have a big year. You know, Chris Godwin might not be available early in the year. And even if he is, he's not going to be himself. And I think Mike Evans is going to get a ton of targets. No AB, right? Russell Gage, obviously there. Nice little sleeper pick, but Mike Evans is going to be that dude. Okay. Sorry, Joey. So I was on, I was, I was on you for a little bit. Joey, I got you. I got you. Um, Akil, I got you next, brother. Uh, I'm going to read this in a second. Let me make sure. I'm, I'm only I'm, I'm still eight picks away, so let's do it. Thoughts on my dynasty team. PPR 12-man. Uh, Tom Brady as my quarterback. Uh, I'm, assume, I'm assuming non-super. No, this is super flex. I see it there. At the, at the, I think, yeah, it, it is a super flex. So Tom Brady, uh, DeAndre Swift, Brees Hall at running back. Uh, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb. So far, so good, dude. Uh, Jahan Dotson at wide receiver. Uh, Gronk, Logan Thomas at tight end. Obviously, that's a spot that we want to kind of get better at, right? Uh, flex uh, at your flex. You got Gibson at your flex. Um, you got ETN at another flex, and you have a super flex where you have Pierce and Daniel Jones. I'm assuming Pierce is Damian Pierce, uh, not Alec Pierce, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, and most likely, you're going to be starting Daniel Jones here, right? Not probably not. Uh, you're probably not going to be starting that running back there. Damian Pierce, right? Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that's a pretty. I mean, when you when you have a when you have a league where you have Swift, Brees, Hall, Chase, and Lamb, you know that's obviously very solid right there. Now this is a super flex league, so if if your best quarterbacks are Tom Brady and Daniel Jones, that's obviously a little bit um, worrisome, right? You 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 need to kind of shore up those quarterbacks, so. Next year, 2023, there are going to be a couple couple quarterbacks, few quarterbacks potentially taking that first round of NFL draft. So that's really what, what I would focus on. Um, I think Tom Brady and Daniel Jones, they might be okay for 2022. Um, you know, I'm assuming you have a third quarterback on your roster just in case one of those guys get hurt. Uh, but I think you should be all right um, this year, uh, assuming you have a third starting quarterback on your roster. Um, but I would definitely be looking at trying to get one of those guys. So I'm too. Picks away right now, I, but I'm, I'm at the three ten right now. I see James Connor right there. I'm two picks away and I'm hoping that James Connor falls to me right here. I'm loving James Connor this year. 
he he's he's the RB15 on underdog right now. That's that's his price, and I have him as my RB7 uh this year. So I'm hoping R Foley uh and R Foley just snipe me. I'm tight. I'm tight. 20 seconds left. Um, I see Michael Pittman on the board. I don't think I'm going to go Mike, Michael Pittman. The next best running back on the board is Cam Akers, Jalen Waddell, DJ Moore. I'm going Michael Pittman here. Michael Pittman broke out last year. Gets a little bit of a quarterback upgrade. Matt Ryan likes targeting perimeter wide receivers. Um, I'm, I'm cool with him being my first wide receiver taken. Um, and remember, this is best ball. So, you know, there's no setting lineups. So I don't have to worry about it. The best wide receivers are going to be thrown into the lineup. And if you're not familiar with this format, one quarterback, we're starting one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one flex, uh, one tight end, and I think that's it. Yeah. And then you have a bunch of bench spots, obviously. Uh, 18 rounds. Um, so I'm on the clock again. Deontay Johnson, Marquise Brown, Darren Waller, DK Metcalf, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin are on the board. Uh, I like Deontay in more of a full PPR format. Marquise Brown, I think he has some upside this year for sure. Uh, but the guy that I'm going with here is, is Amari Cooper. Um, might be reaching just a little bit, but I think Amari Cooper is going to have a, a, a really good year, you know, with Deshaun Watson. We'll see. We'll see, you know, what that suspension looks like. But either way, um, I think the wide receiver one for the Browns without that much target competition is going to be good regardless, whether it's Baker Mayfield for several games, maybe up to eight games, who knows? Um, uh, but once Watson does come in, I think Cooper can go off. Um, now do some of these guys have more upside? Does, does DK Metcalf have more upside than Amari Cooper? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does have more upside, um, on a per game basis. Now, you know, will he be as consistent? Maybe not, you know, but you're not really looking for a consistency in this format. Um, and, it, you know, I, I, in a lot of drafts, I might have taken DK Metcalf over Amari Cooper. Um, but in this, in this format where I, I already have someone like Pittman, um, I'm okay taking Amari Cooper, right? Because these guys, like, I, I want to take a bunch of guys who have potential upside to give me 100 yards and a touchdown, and whenever they do have it, they kind of get stuck in my lineup, right? Uh, DK Metcalf might have a bunch of down games this year. That offense is not going to be good this year. Um, so I have more I have more faith in a Deshaun Watson-led offense than I do uh, Seattle. So that's kind of why I lean that in, in that direction. Um, let's see if there's any comments here. Um, okay. So Akil, so, so Gronk, Logan Thomas, obviously that's another, uh, you know, area that you want to kind of shore up on. Um, there might be some by low tight ends that you want to, you want to aim at, right? Let's see. Um, you know, David Njoku is somebody that comes to mind that, that might have a decent year this year. Um, who else, you know, there, there, there are a few guys, you know what I'm saying? Like DM me on Instagram. And and we'll kind of go through that a little bit because at upper hand fantasy, um, I think there are a few uh, buy low tight ends in dynasty that you can kind of go after right now. Um, but you, you never know. Maybe you have some guys on your bench. But listen, if Gronk comes back this year, you you Gucci, bro. <laughs> you have the Tom Brady to Gronk connection. Um, and yep, yes, sir, I got you. So so sleep, sleep soundly saying I got Chase Amara. And Justin Jefferson right now, but my only solid running backs are Montgomery and ETN. Do I make a trade? Listen, I'm very high on on ETN. Uh, I'm I'm a ETN truther. 
Um, I actually have had him ranked as my number one running back last year above Najee Harris, above Javante Williams, uh, especially if you play in a full PPR league. I think he think of like DeAndre Swift and that role. I think he can play that type of role for the Jaguars. James Robinson coming off an Achilles like he just ruptured in December. So I don't think he's going to be good anytime soon. Right. So he's going to be that guy. He's paired up with his college quarterback. He's paired up with a head coach and Doug Peterson, who's going to be running more RPO, you know, that offense, a similar offense to what they ran at Clemson together. So, you know, I'm big on ETN. Uh, Montgomery is a solid, you know, low end RB2 in Dynasty. Um, So I'm cool with it right now. Like, I don't think you need to make a trade, um, you know, right now in terms of like for this year. Um, you know, I wouldn't overdo it. I wouldn't o- try to overcompensate for anything. Um, I think you're fine. Um, but you know, you always want to, you always want to field offers. You always want to try to, you know, in this situation, you know, I'm not going, I'm not desperate. So I'll be looking at value guys, right? I'll be looking at other teams to see, uh, you know, uh, if they have, you know, more running backs than others and I might target that team and maybe they, they can use a wide receiver or tight end or whatever you have, um, you know, the, you know, whoever you have that you, that is a little bit more expendable. Uh, maybe you trade away Montgomery plus a wide receiver or Montgomery plus, uh, you know, some other asset that you have on, on your dynasty roster to upgrade Montgomery. Um, he is the guy I would look to upgrade rather than upgrading ETN. I think ETN is undervalued right now, so I'm not selling him in Dynasty right now. Uh, but Montgomery, everyone knows that he's extremely usable this year as an RB2, right? Um, so that's kind of what I got on that one. Um, uh, delay 115, I got number two this year. Who do I choose? Um, listen, for me personally, if Christian McCaffrey falls to number two, I'm taking him, right? So it's Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, those two guys, right? are the guys that I'm going with personally. If you don't want to take McCaffrey, I get it. Um, you know, guys like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are two guys that I love there. If you play in a full PPR league, Austin Eckler is an amazing pick there. Um, those are kind of the guys that I'll be choosing from. Cooper Cup, that's fine too, you know. Um, I think the other guys have, you know, a ton of upside as well. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase this year, obviously. And um, Akil, yeah, he's trying having f- trouble finding a quarterback. Oh shoot, I'm on the clock. 24 seconds. Oh no, Allen Robinson's on the board. Uh, oh, Etienne's on the board too. What do I do? What do I do? Oh man, full PP. This is a half PPR. I'll go Allen Robinson here. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I do want to go Etienne though. Um, so I'm at the five ten right now. So far. This is what my team looks like so far. We got so far we got Joe Mixon at running back. We got Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, and Allen Robinson at wide receiver, and at tight end we got Mark Andrews. Solid, solid, solid five rounds right there. Um, I'm up at the six three. Uh, the six three happens to also be the sixty third pick. Quite the coincidence there. Um, so let's see if so. Travis Etienne was taken right after me. Rashad Bateman was taken right after that. Thank God, because if Rashad Bateman came to me, I would have been like, "Yo, I kind of want to take him." Even though I do have Mark Andrews, I kind of want to take Rashad Bateman, but I'm glad that I don't have to make that decision. Um, you know, someone like Jalen Hurts, like I'm looking at Jalen Hurts, you know, at this pick, it, it, you know, he has so much upside this year. You know, uh, he might be someone that I look at, you know, even over Kyler Murray. To be honest with you, I like Kyler. But, you know, Jalen Hurts, I feel like, has a ton of upside this year. He was he was already killing it last year, top five quarterback for fantasy, um, and now he has A.J. Brown, right? Um, especially early on in the year when they were pass heavy and he was dropping back a ton, um, he was killing it. So 
Uh, Amara St. Brown taking at the 6-2. Jeez Louise, guys. Jeez Louise, that's early. Um, so Kyler Murray, Michael Thomas, Josh Jacobs, Brandon Cooks, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow. You know, there's a lot of late tight end, late QBs I could take here too. Um, so yeah, I do want to do that. But listen, at the same time, Jalen Hurts has so much upside that I really want to do it. But I'm gonna go Brandon Cooks. <laughs> I'm going Brandon Cooks here. Uh, you know, as the number one wide receiver in Houston. Listen, uh, I love Jalen Hurts here. I really wanted to do it, but at the same time, like I know that there are quarterbacks later on that I could get um that you know would be fine you know don't doesn't they don't have the same type of upside as Jalen Hurts does um but like I'd rather just stock up on wide receivers and get those big weeks when those wide receivers do boom um that was a last minute decision right there you, you saw that right I was going for Jalen Hurts all the way until one second left and I went Brandon Cooks um but yeah so right after Brandon Cooks went AJ Dillon then Josh Jacobs um then finally Colin Murray at the 6'6 um, you know, we'll see when, when Jalen Hurts ends up going. Michael Thomas at the six seven, that's an amazing value right there. Um, you know, Michael Thomas is just a little bit iffy in terms of like just 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 he as a as a person, right? Like as a player, like I don't know if he's gonna play or not, if he's still injured or not. Apparently, he still has some hurdles to go through. I don't know. But listen, if if I'll say this, if Jalen Hurts was off the board. And if um, Brandon Cooks was off the board and I was on the clock and Michael Thomas was staring at me, I don't have a problem picking Michael Thomas because the upside with Jameis Winston as the wide receiver one in that offense, we know what he's capable of. He was the wide receiver one in fantasy a few years ago. I'm fine taking him uh, at this value, you know, middle of the sixth round. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, so, yeah. So Michael Thomas went followed by Jalen Hurts at, you know, with the 68th pick. Okay. Let's go back to the comments here. Um, so Akil saying, uh, he's, yeah, he's having trouble finding, even the cheap ones, you know, my league is valuing them too high because they see me as a disadvantaged QB side. It makes sense. You know, like quarterbacks and super flex leagues are just so valuable. The way to do it is really just getting them, you know, in the draft, you know, um, hopefully you'll be good this year. And hopefully you have a couple of uh, relatively early picks for 2023, you know, see what you can do to obtain some of those, the, those picks aren't cheap either. Cause everyone is kind of aware of how, uh, valuable this 2023 class is going to be. Uh, you know, in terms of rookie draft, but you know, see what you could do. I, I would try to get one of those quarterbacks for sure, especially since since youth isn't on your side. And Daniel Jones, who knows what's going to happen with him? Daniels was looking good, right? Like we, when he first got drafted by the Giants, first round quarterback, whatever, whatever. First year, promising. Daniel Jones, from a fantasy perspective, promising. What was he twenty five touchdowns? Was run the ball. Whatever that was, 25, 23, whatever it was. Somewhat promising. All right. I really appreciate Stephen A. Smith joining. <laughs> when are you live next? I'm closing the trade tomorrow, and I will have some questions after. What are you closing? Like a stock trade, dude? Like closing the trade tomorrow with some questions. You can you can DM me, dude. Just DM me on Instagram at Upperhand Fantasy. Um, I'll, I'll try to get back to you. You know, you know, if if you never DM me before, you'll end up in my request and just in the request say that, hey, I was I was the guy on YouTube, so that I'll actually open it. All right, Stephen. Stephen Smith, appreciate you. Um, I'm only I'm nine picks away. Right, cool. So on my bench, uh, Jordan Love, Patterson, Kenyon Drake. So you have Jordan Love. Okay, let's see if he ever plays. Uh, Patterson, Kenyon Drake, McKissick, AJ Dillon, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Pierce, Gallup, MVS, Rondell Moore, 
Justin Ross, Hunter Henry, John Mitchie, and Malik Willis. Okay, okay, so you have Malik Willis at least, right? Hopefully he gets an opportunity, you know, within a year or two, right? That's the hope. Um, No guarantee. But I think he's going to get an opportunity at some point. Obviously, uh, upside is immense, right, with that rushing ability. So that's good. At least you have uh, a hopeful there, right? And Jordan Love, who knows? Like, maybe he'll start at some point uh, somewhere. Who knows where? Um, We'll see. Maybe Aaron Rodgers will end up in Las Vegas. Hot take. Um, All right, let's let's move to delay 115. I pick 15. Who do I choose? I don't know, dude. (laughs) I don't know who's on the clock, man. Let's see. Uh, So I'm five picks away, right? Let's look at um, let's look at um, who went at the 15th spot. So if I go all the way, can I do this? No, that's that's that that's gonna be annoying. I have an idea. I have an idea. Let's go. Let's do rankings. I'll open a new tab there. Um, and we can look at who is going around the 15 spot. <clears throat> um, so around the 15 spot, we're looking at guys like Kelsey. If he falls, uh, CD Lamb is a decent pick there. Uh, DeAndre Swift is a great pick there in PPR leagues. Um I think Mike Evans might be a little bit of a reach at 15, but those are the three or four guys that I, I would probably go with. Um, I really like James Conner, but that's probably a little bit too early because you can grab him in the next round. Um, that's that's Those are the guys that kind of I'm kind of hoping that are there. All right, so I'm only one pick away. Um, I already have four wide receivers, so I need a running back badly, right? Um, the running backs who are here right now, so I have Traylon Burks on the clock looking at me here. Um, you know, that's going to be a solid pick. He's going to get a ton of opportunity this year. Um, but Clyde edwards Hilaire is looking at me. Cordell Patterson is looking at me. Kenneth Walker is looking at me. Damian Harris is looking at me. Um, I think the two running backs that I'm going to aim for here are Clyde edwards Hilaire. And I know, I know, it's gross. I know it's gross. I know. I know what you're saying. Clyde edwards Hilaire. What the hell? I get it. I understand. But listen, and I'll explain the pick, all right? I need a running back, all right? Uh, will he have a couple decent games in Kansas City this year? Yeah, potentially. You know, Ronald Jones is there. So, okay, I get it. Um, now, Cordell Patterson here, you know, would be nice, but uh, he just got taken. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Walker would be cool, but, uh, you know, he's in a little bit of a committee. He could have those big games for sure, right? So maybe – uh. You know, I'm going to have to take somebody here. And listen, Damian Harris is going to have his games, right? So if Damian Harris is going to have his games, he's going to get those t- those big touchdown games. Uh, I'm going to go with Damian Harris over Kenneth Walker in this format, okay? I don't – if I'm in a regular redraft league, if, I, if I'm in a se- regular season-long league, I'm taking Kenneth Walker uh, over Damian Harris personally because there's, an, isn't, there's a chance that, you know, if, if – um, Rashad Penny ends up getting hurt. By the way, he has a hamstring issue right now. Um, you know, he can end up taking over, and he'll be the guy. I'm a big fan of Kenneth Walker in terms of him as a prospect. Uh, don't know what his receiving profile is going to look like. His, I mean, his receiving profile wasn't good in college, but I don't know what his receiving production is going to look like, his opportunity is going to look like in the pros. Um, he didn't do much of that in college, so chances are that he's not going to do much of that in the pros. But I love his rushing ability. Um, I, I fell in love with that when I was watching. I, I didn't love anybody's rushing ability in this draft. Uh, the only guy I did love in terms of that was Kenneth Walker. So I'm a fan of his. But on this shitty offense, 
I'm not sure if I'm willing to take a guy who could be part of a committee the entire year uh, if Rashad Penny were to stay healthy, right? So I'd rather go with Damian Harris, who scored a ton of touchdowns last year, who had a bunch of big games. You, you never really know when to, st- when to start him. You kind of threw him in your flex, hoping that he would score a touchdown or two. So at least in this format, doesn't really matter. So at least I got a couple of running backs who could have some big games, right? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who knows how consistent he's going to be. But let me explain the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire thing, all right? And I have a post coming about this, coming out about this on Instagram. I have it ready to go. And I'm going to post it probably on f- for tomorrow or Friday. I'm not sure. But um, Darrell Williams, uh, he had 40-plus catches last year. He's out. He's not on the Chiefs anymore. Actually, he just signed. Where do, who did he sign with? He just signed with Cardinals. He just signed with the Cardinals, right? He's in Arizona. Uh, by the way, I'm not worried about him in terms of James Conner. Um, he might have some value if James Conner were to get hurt, but I'm not worried about him at all in terms of James Conner's value and the role that he had last season when Chase Evans was out, all right? Um, so he's gone. Jared McKinnon, not on the team. He was the guy getting all the work in the playoffs. Uh, CH was banged up, but Jerry McKinnon was the guy getting all the work. 15 touches a game, like five catches a game. He was doing his thing, right? Um, but the, he's gone too. Now, who is going to take over the receiving work for the Chiefs out of that backfield? Those guys aren't there anymore. So I think it's going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now they did sign Jerryon Ely on a free agent, on a on, you know undrafted free agent deal, and I like Jerryon Ely, whatever, whatever. But like, what are the chances that actually happens? What are the chances that an undrafted rookie is going to come in and play above Ceh on passing downs? Like, I don't think that's going to happen. So he could have a Brian Westbrook type of breakout in his third year. It is possible. Okay, um, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but Brian Westbrook had a very similar career arc up until this point. You, you, oh, after two years and his third year, he popped off, right? Did was solid in the rushing game, um, but caught a ton of passes in, in the receiving game uh, in his third year. And there were other guys like Deuce Staley, who was on the team prior to Westbrook breaking out. So he had a couple of guys in front of him and he ended up doing his thing after that. And who did, who did, uh, who did uh, Andy Reid compare CEH to? Brian Westbrook. He said that he looked better than Brian Westbrook. So it is possible that, you know, that happens. And listen, I'm shooting for the upside here. That was my little rant on CEH. Um, It makes me extremely nervous if I'm drafting him anywhere. But, hey, kind of talking myself into him a little bit. Okay. I am three picks away here. Uh, Trey Lance is staring at me. Okay. Trey Lance is staring at me right now. Uh, I just put up, and he just, I'm getting sniped. Are all these people watching the stream right now? Is everyone watching the stream? Robert Woods just got taken before me. Wasn't going to take him, by the way. Like, at all. But we got Devin Singletary, Marquez Valdez-Scaling, Chase Edmonds. Um, These wide receivers don't do it for me. Lazard, you know, a little bit intriguing. And I think I might go Lazard here. I'm going to go Lazard here. Listen, wide receiver, you know, 44, right, or whatever it was. I'm okay with taking him there. Is he going to be Aaron Rodgers' number one this year? I don't think he's that guy. 
But is he going to have his games if he stays healthy? I think so. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for, right? He Towards the end of last year, he had a couple of really big games. So uh, that could happen this year. Christian Watson, can he take some time, you know, from, you know, acclimating from the FCS to the NFL? Yes, potentially. He kind of skipping two levels, right, to get to the NFL. Um, so, yeah, let's see. So Devin Stingletary still on the board. Chase Edmonds got taken already. I was hoping that I could get Chase Edmonds there. Um, I'm not huge on Devin Singletary personally. I'm not huge on MVS, uh, M- even though MVS can have some big games and that, that should be who, you know, I could go with, you know, MVS because of his ability deep. Um, and, um, I think that might be a good call here. You know, Devin Singletary looking at me too. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going with Devin Singletary. So I just went with MVS. I haven't drafted MVS anywhere in any best ball draft I've done this year. And I've done a, several. But I can see it with MVS, right? N- not in terms of like redraft where you're drafting him and you're starting him every week. You're not. Because MVS, he was already with Aaron Rodgers. And he had a couple of boom weeks here and there. And that's pretty much it. And I think that's what's going to happen with Patrick Mahomes. Um He's going to have some boom weeks here and there. I think he's a better player than Nicole Hardman. So I do think that MVS steps above Nicole Hardman on the depth chart. Um, but I do think that guys like Sky Moore, like obviously Travis Kelsey is number one. And then I think, you know, Juju and Sky Moore, you know, those are the two and three right there. Um, and then the other guys. And I think MVS is included in the other guys. But he is capable of putting up some big games. So in, when those big games happen, he's going to end up in my lineup in best ball because the lineups get set automatically on underdog. I don't have to set my lineups. Okay, just in case you didn't know how this worked, you don't have to set your lineups. You know, whoever the best guys are that particular week, they get thrown into your lineup. So you're kind of shooting for upside uh, at this point when it comes to wide receiver. Now, I only have three running backs. Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Damian Harris. So, you know, I might want to look into that a little bit more. But to be honest with you, you don't really need that many running backs in this format. You know, maybe four, maybe five. You know, I, I like to shoot for five, maybe five running backs, maybe nine wide receivers. That's what I'm hoping for. By the way, I don't have a quarterback yet. Okay. So I might want to think about that soon. Um, Deshaun Watson still Watson. It's almost like you have to draft three quarterbacks because in those weeks that he's not playing, uh, and if my other quarterback gets hurt, now what? Right? Uh, but might be worth chasing that upside, right? Chasing that upside that a guy like Kirk Cousins doesn't get hurt and he plays the full season, which he normally does, right? Um, but anyway, let's go back to the comments. I'm 10 picks away here. Um, Akil saying he has a lot of underrated guys on his bench, and that's true. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, uh, thoughts on fields? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed and the fact that the Bears didn't draft anyone to help Justin Fields. They drafted Vilas Jones. That is not helping Justin Fields. Okay. They drafted a 25-year-old wide receiver who uh, never broke out in college, um, you know, couldn't dominate against, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old cornerbacks. Like, that's not good. So he's not going to be able to do his thing in the NFL, not with Vilas Jones at all. Um, so I'm, I'm out on Vilas Jones, Justin Fields, like he has Darnell Mooney and he lost Allen Robinson. He has Cole Komet. Like, what are they doing? 
right? So I think they're going to depend on his legs a ton. Um, this this new coach that came in, you know, he is going to be, you know, he had he he was offensive coordinator once. I think it was Washington State or something like that, and he he basically ran an offense where his quarterback ran for a thousand yards. Um, so Justin Fields for fantasy can still do his thing, uh, even though he might not have the passing numbers. Uh, but I'm disappointed, man. I was hoping that in this draft, they really hooked him up and I was looking forward to this season for Justin Fields, but you know, the, him not having the weapons sucks. It really sucks. Um, but I think it, overall, like in terms of his future, I think he's talented. And I think that, you know, if they surround him with weapons, eventually, I think eventually that he could be a pretty good quarterback in this league, just in general as an NFL quarterback, uh, but also for fantasy because he has those wheels. Um, Akil, uh, are you valuing Lamb really high? Uh, I've been hearing a lot. Okay, hold on, hold on a second, Akil. I'm two picks away, so I'm gonna see who's on the board here. Um, so far, I have Mixon, Edwards, Hilaire, Damian Harris. I have Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper. Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Alan Lazard, and MVS. And at, at tight end, I have Mark Andrews. So um, I don't have a quarterback yet. I'm looking at Deshaun Watson. Um, I'm looking at Damian Pierce here. Seems like a pretty good pick, right, guys? Right? Because I, I need running backs. I only have three. So I think Damian Pierce is is the move here, um, even though I don't have a quarterback yet. I think that's the move. So um, I'm kind of happy that Damian, Har- Damian Pierce um, – kind of fell to me because his ADP was 121 and I just picked him at 130. So pretty happy about that. So that, that that's solid right there. Now, you know, all he has to do is just beat Marlon Mack out for the 1A, 1A role and I'll be, I'll be Gucci. Um, so I'm looking at Deshaun Watson here. I'm looking at Kirk Cousins here. Um, but the fact that I couldn't choose both of these guys right now makes me a little bit nervous. So I think I'm just going to go Kirk Cousins, you know, now I could go, I could go Deshaun and then maybe, um, Jameis, right. Or Deshaun and Matt Ryan or Deshaun and, and Daniel Jones. I could do that. Um, but Kirk Cousins just got taken guys. (laughs) She's Louise, man. Oh man. All right, let's do it. Let's just go Deshaun here and let's see what happens. I'm going to Sean. I got to get another quarterback, but Deshaun Watson's upside, obviously, you know, too high to ignore. I have a little bit of a, you know, connection between him and Amari Cooper there, a little bit of a stack. Um, but yeah, I got to go grab another quarterback soon. That's okay, though. That's okay, though. I got my tight end already. Um, I already have six wide receivers, I have four running backs. I feel like at running back, I'm okay right now. Like a guy like Tyler Algier, you know, looks good to me because of the fact that I didn't grab Patterson. Um, so Tyler Algier could be the compliment to Cordell Patterson on early downs. As soon as they drafted Tyler Algier, they literally cut Mike Davis, right? Like those moves came hand in hand. So I can totally see Tyler Algier. I'm a fan of Tyler Algier, by the way. I thought he looked good at BYU. Um, you know, I liked his running style. Um, he had his metrics seemed, you know, pretty solid. Yards after contact per attempt was solid. Um, your eyes per route run was, a, he had a, above 1.0, which is, you know, I think in college it's, it's a solid, solid number. It's a solid, I, I said solid, solid number. I don't mean solid, solid. I just mean solid, you know, nothing too crazy. I'm not saying he's the best pass catcher in the world, but he's capable. Okay. Um, so anyway, so I'm 13 picks away. We'll deal with it when it comes. 
But uh, Akil's asking, are you valuing Lamb really high? I've been hearing a lot that he's overrated and won't be able to get the job done. What do you think he should be worth at least? Um, now, if we're talking dynasty, um, he, he's definitely worth, you know, at least a first-round pick. And to be honest with you, he's probably worth two first-round picks, right? He's already proven that he can do his thing in the NFL. Um, he's already proven that he, he deserves target share too, um, you know, as a young player. Does he have Jamar Chase type of upside? Does he have Justin Jefferson type of upside? Maybe not. Maybe not. But, you know, is he like a low-end wide receiver, like a perpetual low-end wide receiver one? Yeah, I think so. And I think that in and of itself is worth two first-round picks, you know? Now, you know, we got to be careful in Superflex, right? Because, you know, those sometimes those early first-round picks become, you know, those those staple quarterbacks, right? So we got to be careful there. But otherwise, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I think he's like a two... I think I would trade if I if I needed a wide receiver, uh, somewhat of a high end wide receiver. I'm cool t- trading two first round picks for him. Now, the 2023 first round picks, you know, it gets a little iffy, right? Because those are very valuable. So you might be able to get away with, you know, a first and a second for for CD Lamb. Uh, maybe another player throwing up another player for him, something like that. Uh, but if you're trying to sell him, dude, like. I don't know. Depends what you can get for him. Um, that's what I would buy him for, right? So what you're selling him for is completely different. You know, um, I don't think I'll be selling him for like if I can get a first and a second next year, next year for 2023. I don't think I would take it. I really don't. I'll just keep CD. Uh, l- let me go to uh, Bopuck's question first, and then I'll come back to you, Akil. Uh, so Najee, Saquon, Montgomery, Connor, Zeke are my targets. If I can get three out of five. Yeah, I get it, man. Uh, I'm not so big into Zeke this year. Personally, I love Connor. Um, I love Najee, um, Saquon, you know, I think he could bounce back as well. So Zeke would be the only guy I'd probably avoid out of this list, but, uh, I think all the other ones are solid, very solid. Saquon, uh, has the highest upside. Um, besides, I think Connor has extremely high upside. Saquon has extremely high upside. Najee has extremely high upside and Montgomery and Zeke are the next up after that. That's kind of how I look at it. Um, and, uh, what's the best mock draft website for actual real people who know how to draft dude, honestly, wherever you're going to do a mock draft, you're not going to be able to get all real people and also all real people who really give a shit. You know what I mean? And for me personally, underdog is the best way. It really is. Um, you know, you don't have to put in 25 bucks like I'm doing in this draft. Um, you can put in like five bucks. You can put in three bucks, you know, and you could do like a 12 team, a 10 team. Um, you could do, you know, uh, public drafts. And the fact that people are putting, uh, you know, money on it, you know, even though it's like only a few bucks, like at least they're putting money up on it. So it really gives you that practice. Right. Um, so, you know, just just do a couple of those drafts. and I think you'll be all right. You know, all right, I'm one pick away here. Um Justin Fields on the clock, Jacoby Myers on the clock, Trevor Lawrence, Hunter Henry, DJ Shark, James Robinson, Zach Wilson, KJ Osborne, Corey Davis. Um, I don't love any of these quarterbacks here. Um, I see Matt Ryan. I, I, I see Daniel Jones. Oh, man, Justin Fields can be good. I, I think I'm going to just go Justin Fields here just because of that rushing ability. I, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know? you know, I'm not loving him this year, to be honest, but you know, when you look at Trevor Lawrence, when you look at Zach Wilson, I like Zach Wilson too, but I think he could take a step forward. Um, and I think he has a little bit of a sneaky rushing ability too, kind of like a Russell Wilson type in terms of like, he's not necessarily a rushing quarterback, but he can have some rushing production, give you like, you know, 30 yards a game, you know, potentially, you know, if they choose to use him that way. Uh, and he did bulk up a little bit, so maybe he'll run the ball just a little bit more. 
Um, you know, kind of like Russell Wilson did too. Trevor Lawrence, you know, could be solid, but we'll see. Um, I do like Jacoby Myers. Um, I do like KJ Osborne. Those are a couple of guys that I'm, I'm, you know, I like at this at this range. Corey Davis is okay. Jalen Tolbert is okay. I do like Colbert over other guys like Alec Pierce in this range and Joshua Palmer at this range. Um, but you know, I kind of feel like I need to take a third quarterback, even though I don't want to. But Zach Wilson got taken. Did Zach Wilson get taken? No, he didn't. So, but I think I'm still gonna go. Uh, I'm still. I think I'm still gonna go uh, quarter uh, wide receiver here. I'm sorry uh, because Jacoby Myers is somebody that you know earns target share, and any player who earns target share, you know, is somebody that I'm gonna go after. Now I know they added Devonte Parker, but Devonte Parker is on and off the field. Number one, number two. Just because Devonte Parker comes through doesn't mean that Jacoby Myers uh, isn't gonna earn his target share. Right, I think he can still earn that target share, um, because a lot of times, you know, either players earn it, or um, you know, if they, if they didn't, if they didn't actually earn it, their target share would go down drastically. Uh, but if they did, it might go down just a little bit. And I think in this case, I don't think it, it'll go down drastically from last year. So in the 14th round, you know, I'm perfectly fine taking Jacoby Myers. I think you know he only had what a couple touchdowns. How many touchdowns did he have last year? One, two. Um, like he had a couple, I think, you know, finally, once, once he actually scored, he ended up getting a couple, but I think, you know, Jacoby Myers at this point is a pretty solid value. Um, you know, and listen, if, if Zach Wilson ends up falling to me, you know, at my next pick at, you know, in the 15th round, at 15, what is it? 15, 10 at pick 178. I think I would end up taking Zach Wilson there just in case because Deshaun Watson could miss, you know, who knows how many games he's going to miss. He could miss up to eight games. Um, but I have four running backs right now. Um, I have how many wide receivers? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven wide receivers uh, and one tight end. So, you know, I do want to grab a couple more wide receivers. Um, uh, you know, Jalen Tolbert is somebody that I'm looking at here. Um Zach Wilson just got taken, by the way. That makes sense. You know, Daniel Jones is somebody that I might look into. Um, Tyrion Davis-Price, could he be the goal line guy for San Francisco this year? He was taken on day two for a reason. Now, I know they took Trey Sermon on day two last year, but that didn't really work out. doesn't mean that Tyrion Davis-Price isn't going to work out. And if you're drafting Elijah Moore, I wouldn't be certain that he's getting those goal line carries like he did last year. He's not as big as big of a back as, as TDP. That's what we're going to call him now, TDP, Tamion Davis-Price. So he's a big back. He's a bruiser. He's a guy who will run you over. Um, he's a better version of Jeff Wilson. So I think he's somebody who could take goal line carries away. So just, you know, I would say, you know, and also Elijah, Elijah Moore. Oh, I'm sorry, Elijah Mitchell. I'm sorry. Elijah Mitchell is also somebody who was drafted in the sixth round, day three. Draft capital. Not always great for, you know, his prospective career, right? Okay. I am eight picks away. So, yeah, Bo Pucks, yeah, man. You got you got you got you got to do this here. Um, you, you got to do underdog, honestly. Um, and Fournette, yeah, you know, adding to this list. Yep, yep, for sure. Fournette is definitely somebody, you know, who should be looked at. I have him as a top 10 running back this year. Um, 
I just don't think Zeke is going to finish in the top 10, dude. I really don't. I really don't. I think he, you know, he's past the, you know, that, that, that 1500 carry threshold that we look at to see like when running backs tend to fall off. Zeke, Zeke has already passed it. You know, um, I'm not, I just, I just don't, I just don't want to draft him there, especially with Tony Pollard. There somebody who has been extremely efficient in both the run and the pass game. Uh, I have a post coming about uh, coming out about him, about Tony Pollard, uh, in a couple of days as well. Eric was good, bro. Um, and if you don't mind me asking, like how underdog work you bet money in for best draft? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I basically paid right now, like in this particular one, now it's always not $25 to enter a draft, but in this particular one, I paid $25 to draft. And then uh, this is a tournament. So obviously every single week, you know, you know, we'll be compiling points. You don't have to manage the roster at all. The best roster automatically gets constructed based on the picks that you have, you know, quarterback, you know, a regular lineup. And it'll automatically be put into your lineup. Like if Brandon Cooks has a big, big week, he's going to be in your lineup. If, you know, uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantling happens to have 100 in the touchdown, he'll be in my lineup that week automatically, right? It, it, it kind of, you know, does it by itself. The platform takes care of that. Um, and then at the end of the year, whoever has the most points gets a million dollars, right? Uh, whoever has, uh, whoever wins the tournament gets $2 million. And there's an extra $8 million kind of spread out to other winners. So I'm on the clock right now. Uh, Jalen Tolbert, I was looking at him as uh, someone you know potentially to take here uh i like curtis samuel as well um so i'm gonna go jalen tolbert i'm a fan of tolbert and i think he's going to be on the field uh for the first snap (laughs) for the cowboys this year you know uh obviously they lost amari cooper they have james washington but also michael gallup you know he might not be on the field week one um who knows when he'll be on the field uh who knows when he'll be 100 percent. he also just like you know a guy like um Chris Gowan towards ACL, you know, relatively late in the season. So uh, he might not be 100% to start the year. I'm going to be up in two more picks. Uh, either I go a quarterback like Daniel Jones. I just don't want to grab three running backs, three quarterbacks. See, this is what happens when you draft Deshaun Watson, right? Um, do I have my eight? How many wide receivers do I have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight wide receivers. You know, I could wait on wide receiver a little bit and maybe take one later. Um, I love Kendrick Bourne. Um, I could wait on Kendrick Bourne. Hopefully, I can get him. So, I'm going to wait on wide receiver. I'm going to hopefully get Kendrick Bourne. I know I'm taking two Patriots wide receivers, but whatever. Kendrick Bourne has a lot of a lot of ups, weekly upside. Uh, you never know when to start him, but it doesn't matter in this format. Um, let's see. 14 seconds left. I don't know who to pick. And I really think, and I don't want to take another quarterback, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I took Daniel Jones here. You know, not ideal. I don't want to grab three quarterbacks, but I kind of have to with Deshaun Watson. Um, If Justin Fields ends up getting hurt, I have nobody, right, those weeks. So I have to grab Daniel Jones here. I think, you know, Daniel Jones is somebody who, you know, he's not a great NFL quarterback. We know that already. But with Brian Dable coming in, um, he could potentially unlock a little bit of Daniel Jones, that rushing ability that we saw, you know, little, you know, little sneak peek at, right? I I, I will never forget when he was like running down the field, wide open, right? Like nobody in front of him, just green grass and he just trips. Hilarious. That's basically what his career is in a nutshell. Um, But yeah. Anyway, going back to the comments here. 
Uh, yeah, that's kind of how best, uh, dra- uh, you know that works. But you can do three dollar drafts, five dollar drafts, and you would end up, you know, if you end up doing, you know, winning at the end of the year, like let's say you do like a three dollar or five dollar twelve team best ball draft, right? You draft your team at the end of the year. Whoever has the most points, first place gets the most money. You know, gets most of that pool that everyone put in. Whether it was five bucks, there's a pool of twelve times five. Uh, you know, underdog takes like you know a little bit of that, um, and then the rest gets dispersed between first, second, and third place. That's kind of how it works. But then you get some experience in terms of like you know what are these drafts going to look like, right? Um, that's that's kind of how that works. So, um. <laughs> Eric, yeah, man, I hear you, dude. Like, I hear you, man. I, I got lucky today. My wife on Wednesdays, I know my wife knows that I'm going to be doing this live, so she ends up taking the kids. Uh, for for those like, if I'm going to put this on a podcast later, so for those, Eric said that he was going to join me at nine, but his kids were a pain in the ass. I totally get him. I got two little girls myself. Uh, I got a, I got a next week. My little one is turning four, and then the week after. Uh, the older one, my older girl is turning six. Uh, so I hear you, brother. <laughs> that bedtime routine is can be a pain for sure. Um, your mock draft kind of looks just like mine. Good looks. All right. That's what's up, man. There you go. Um, let me go over my picks real quick. So at quarterback right now, I have Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, and Daniel Jones. At running back, I have Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Damian Harris, and Damian Pierce. Uh, not the best, but my wide receivers, though. Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, Brandon Cooks, Alan Lazard, MVS, Jacoby Myers, Jalen Tolbert, and Mark Andrews at tight end. Um, I don't think this is the best team I've ever drafted, but I think it's solid enough. Um, I, I What I like about this team is I was able to choose wide receivers who can go off any given week. You never know what it's going to look like, but at the same time, um, you know, it, b- before what I was trying to do was just trying to um, – what I, I do most of the time is I, I was loading up on too many running backs – um, and then I would end up with like really shitty wide receivers. Um, so, uh, you know, I think I'm a little bit more balanced this time and I'm focusing more on wide receivers where I think, um, where I think most of the value is right. Because remember you're starting three wide receivers and a flex. So, you know, if four wide receivers go off, those are the guys who are going to be in your, uh, in your lineup. So you're drafting nine of them. If I'm drafting nine of them, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give myself the best chance at as many of those guys to go off as possible. Right, if that makes sense, because wide receivers are the most kind of the most random, right, in terms of when they go off. Um, Eric, yeah, I'm ready for another drop the, drop the puppy tourney. So puppy is just like, uh, just like best ball mania, except it's a lower entry fee. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's, it really is. Like, um, it's a lower entry fee, and then you could kind of just 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 draft a ton of teams just because of the fact that it's a lower fee, um, which is awesome. Um. So Akil's asking, how should a redraft be? Like running back, running back, tight end, wide receiver, wide receiver, and then QB? Is there a certain order that I should go? Akil, to be honest with you, um, I wouldn't have like a set way to do it. You know, um, I would try my best not to do it that way. Um, be water. You know what I'm saying? Be, be as fluid as possible. Um, I'm two picks away. I'm going to come back to you in a second. Um, now, I now. Marlon Mack here seems like a decent pick just because of the fact that I have Damian Pierce. If that doesn't work out, right, Marlon Mack is probably the guy, right? So that could be a pick here. I could kind of ensure that situation, but it's really a shitty situation to ensure, right? What's the point? Now, Hassan Haskins down here is looking good too. Uh, But like I said, yo, 
Are you kidding me right now? Kendrick Bourne was taken right before me. You kidding me? I think R. Foley is watching this. I think he is. I'm tight. 15 seconds left to make my pick. Jeez. Oh, all right. I'm looking at Hassan Haskins. I think I'm going to take Hassan Haskins. Why am I taking Hassan Haskins, even though I'm not a huge fan of his game? The reason why I'm taking Hassan Haskins is because for the same reason I'm not drafting Derrick Henry in a lot of my leagues, right? The dude was on pace for like 450 carries last year. Is that sustainable? I don't know, especially given the fact that he's going to hit 1,500 carries this year. Um, And he is... 28 years old already. That's not great. So if Derrick Henry were to go down, Hassan Haskins is the guy um, to kind of carry that load, right? He's going to be the guy potentially. And and he did carry a huge load in college. Uh, so, you know, he we know he's capable of being a workhorse. So it's very possible that if Derrick Henry gets hurt, Hassan Haskins is going to be that dude. And when you look at that offense, what are they, what are they going to do? They, ha- they have no choice but to run the shit out of the ball, right? So, you know, he is my fifth running back. I'm going to chill on running backs at this point. All right. I'm only going for wide receivers. Uh, I do need a second tight end just in case Mark Andrews gets hurt or whatever the case may be. Um, so the tight ends on the board, CJ Ozama, Brevin Jordan, Cameron Brait, uh, absolutely terrible choices here. I think I have to go Ozama at some point. Um, looking at these other guys like Jared Cook, OJ Howard. Oh, geez. I waited way too long. Um, I think Wandell Robinson at this pick is solid. Um, you know, listen, I wasn't the biggest Wandell Robinson fan, but at the same time, the Giants used a second-round pick to, to, to take him. He's pro- he's probably going to play. I don't know where he's going to play because they have Sterling Shepard still, right? Um, even though, you know, he had a pretty bad injury. We'll see what's up with him. Um, but, you know, they have a few wide receivers there who could play over Wandale, but my guess is that they're going to be using him just because of the fact that they did take him with that second round draft pick uh, and they have plans to use him. So listen, he has no, he has enough upside for me, um, you know, to potentially be, be uh, useful at some point this year. So I'm going to grab him there in terms of whoever's on the board right now. You know, I don't see any, any upside County Ingram, Devin Duvernay, uh, Sony, Michelle, potentially listen, if, I'm not banking on Raheem Mostert at all, right? So if Chase Edmonds were to get hurt, I can see Sony Michelle carrying the load there. Um, you know, so he's a potential. But I already have five running backs. I should be all right. Um, I'm probably like if CJ Ozama falls to me, I'm probably gonna draft him just because I need a second tight end, and he's the only guy I can see out of all of these guys, you know, really being a- like doing anything for fantasy. Um, and I think out of all of the tight ends in, you know, on the jets right now, I'm guessing Uzama is going to be running the most routes. You know, it's probably, probably going to be either him or, or what's his name? My guy from the Vikings from last year. What's his name? You guys in the comments will, will, will remind me. Um, but, but yeah, man, like that's, that's, that's where I'm at right now. Um, so we are in the 18th round. Uh, actually, no, I can't even draft anybody. <laughs> the draft is over, baby. The draft is over. Um, so let, let's let's take a look at the team real quick. So let's go to results. Let's look at my team real quick. Um, 2021 best ball season. Nope, nope that's from before. Um, 
let's go to where do I go? Um, it should be here now. Why isn't it showing here? Drafts. Oh, here we go. Drafts completed. There you go. So, 2022 best ball. Is there any best ball mania here? Um, 22 NFL season. Here we go. Sorry, guys. All right. Here we go. So, at quarterback, Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, Daniel Jones at quarterback. And I had to take that third quarterback because of the potential Deshaun Watson suspension. Uh, at running back, Joe Mixon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Damian Harris, Damian Pierce, Hassan Haskins. At wide receiver, I got Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, Brandon Carr. Solid, solid, solid four wide receivers right there. Followed by Allen, Ro- Allen Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scantley, Jacoby Myers, Jalen Tolbert, Juan Neal Robinson. A few guys who could potentially go off here and there. And that's good enough for best ball. Um, and then at tight end, I only have Mark Andrews. I should have drafted another tight end <laughs> just in case Mark Andrews gets hurt. Uh, but it's all good. Like, what's the difference between uh, zero points and, you know, a guy who I was going to draft in like the 18th round at tight end? Probably nothing. So, uh, you know, I think we're all good there. So um, it, that's pretty much it, guys. Um, appreciate everyone joining. Um, now, I'm looking at – oh, yeah, Akil, let me answer your question real quick. Oh, yeah, Conklin. Uh, it's not – Ryan? Ryan almost got it. It's not Tonklin, but it's Conklin. <laughs> um, so I, I wanted to address this question real quick before I hop off of here. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't go, you know, position by position, right? Like I personally like to draft, you know, two running backs in the first two rounds, at least two in the first three. Sometimes I'll draft three of them in the first three rounds. I'm cool with it. You know, if I'm like, if I draft two running backs and then James Connors in the third round, I'm not passing that up. You know what I mean? Cause just his upside is amazing. Running back depth is amazing. That's really what you're looking for. Right. And we're talking about strictly redraft season long leagues here. Right. Um, and dynasty is different, right? I'd rather have wide receivers. They're worth more. Right. And then I kind of pick the windows with, with, with running backs. Cause with running backs, you're really picking like a two to three to four year window. And that's about it. Right. Uh, where they're at their prime. But anyway, you know, but like, listen, if Mark Andrews falls to the third, like, it's like, all right, well, you got to make a decision there, right? But don't go into the draft thinking, I have to draft a wide receiver in the third. I have to draft a wide receiver in the fourth. Uh, I have to draft a running back in the second. You know what I mean? Because guys fall. And depending on the draft you're, you're in, you know, it could go super running back heavy where, like, you're looking at, you know, you're at the in the middle of the second round, like, 14 running backs went. And you're like, I'm looking at, like, who are you looking at here? Looking at, like, you know, James Conner, when you're looking like, I don't know, uh, let's see, who would be there? Josh Jacobs, right? You want to take him in the second round? No, right? Like, a lot of wide receivers potentially fell to you, so take those wide receivers, right? Take the wide receivers who fell, who were values. Um, that's how I would operate, you know? That's that's how I would do it, personally. Um, Eric likes the Tolbert um, pick. Did I take Tolbert? I did, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> um, now, if you only have one tight end, how does the bye week work? Is that something that will have a large impact on the season? Yeah, I mean, in a best ball, like for the bye week, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be asked out. I'm gonna have zero points. You know, so that's gonna suck, right? So I should have drafted another tight end there. I didn't realize I was already in the 18th round, so I was too excited uh, with my lack of running backs and you know extra wide receivers and that third QB man. That third QB messed me up too. Um, 
But in terms of like season long, if we're talking season long, not best ball, no, I just I would just hold one tight end on my roster. I don't need to hold two tight ends on my roster. Um, and I would just pick up a random tight end during the bye week. That's all. Yeah, zero points in Andrews bye week. Yep. <laughs> it's so true. Um so let's see. Andrews definitely needs to stay healthy and he's banking the extra running back to what Ryan receiver to contribute. Yeah, exactly. Now, are you gonna live live and go to the best ball Jeff? Love that side. Yeah, appreciate you, Ryan. Um, I'm gonna be going live every single Wednesday up until the start of the season. I'll I'll be doing a, a, a best ball draft every single Wednesday night at the same time, 9 p.m. Eastern time um on here. So so yeah, I'll, I'll be doing it every every week. Um Akil, appreciate you, brother. Um, appreciate everyone joining. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, this is going to be on YouTube. You know what I mean? The, the You can watch it again if you need to, if you miss something. Um, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Faraz, by the way, at Upper Hand Fantasy on Instagram. So check me out there. I'll talk to you guys soon. Later.